Well, hey, and welcome to the Voices of Social Change podcast. I'm Josh, and I founded this community because I want to help businesses make a dollar and a difference. So if you dream of starting a cause-based business, have one already, or want to create a movement, then you've found yourself in the right place. This is the community for cause-based leaders who want to make a dollar and a difference. We interview social entrepreneurs from all over the world and share their stories and tools with you so that you can learn from the best. Well, hey again, and welcome to the Voices of Social Change podcast. I'm Josh. I'm your host. I podcast this proudly from the Kansas City Startup Village, a cool little entrepreneurial startup ecosystem here in Kansas City built around Google Fiber. And it's just a really creative and awesome group of people. And we're all dedicated to making our city a better place, drawing in a lot of new startups, creating a lot of new opportunities for people. And it's just a really exciting space to be, not to mention they understand a lot more about tech than I. I do. So it's been really beneficial to have their help creating a website, creating a podcast, all those kinds of things. So if this is the first time you're joining us for the Voices of Social Change podcast, I want to welcome you to the show. We have a great community here. This is put on by socialchangenation.com. That is really the hub of everything we do in this podcast. It's just one of the tools we use to help you make a dollar and a difference in something you're currently doing or to help you really shape that dream of that movement that you have in your heart and in your head that you want to really drive forward to create change and to create a lasting impact on the world. So our heart in this is just to get you the best resources and tools and to plug you in with the community because this can be pretty lonely work oftentimes. And we want to get you connected with people that can help you grow. So that's what we're all about over here. If you're tuning in for the first time, this podcast is, like I said, just one piece of that. So the another way to keep in touch with a lot of what we're doing is to sign on for our newsletter. You can just click on into that at socialchangenation.com. There's a newsletter sign up on the right. And what you'll get then is you'll get a weekly update that'll just kind of let you know all of the new podcasts that have come out. And by the way, we do one interview a week, but we split it up into two parts. So we spend each week with one social entrepreneur just really unpacking their knowledge and their insight and their tools that they use. And then usually I do a bonus podcast with a friend of mine from Cause Artist where we talk about some cause-minded products. And then other than that, you'll also get a blog post. But if, if you sign on for our newsletter, you get that in one quick, condensed weekly update. So you can skim that click into what pertains the best to you, and then roll with it from there. So definitely, if you're tuning in for the first time, make sure you go to socialchangenation.com and sign on for our newsletter. Last thing to be aware of, this podcast today is brought to us by the Social Good Shopping Guide. 50 businesses, 50 causes, 50 ways to shop and change the world. The Social Good Shopping Guide is something I created with Cause Artist, and it basically profiles the top 50 cause-based companies right now in the world and lets you as a cause-minded consumer look at those companies, get to know them, get to know a little bit more about what they're offering, understand their stories. I think that's really good because I personally, I'm a cause-minded shopper myself. I shop for these kinds of things, but also you'll learn a lot about the companies. And so you can get that for free. That's something we're offering. Just go to Social Good shopping.com socialgoodshopping.com um, I'll be putting that in the show notes for all our shows here this quarter so 
You can always click into that. Man, we have a, <laughs> quite a bit. We have Right now we have the Social Good Shopping Guide. We have the free audio book download from Audible and a few other things that will be consistently in the footer of our show notes. But you can always find those then and click right into to that. But that is, again, the socialgoodshoppingguide.com. It's been absolutely exciting working with these 50 companies to put that together. And I'm totally stoked that it's it's finally released. This has been a several month project, but it's it's been a project I've absolutely loved and I'm excited to share it with you. So please check out socialgoodshopping.com. Again, you'll get that guide totally for free. We worked really hard on it. It looks beautiful, but also tells a great story of all these companies. So, okay, that pretty well covers us. So go ahead and check that out. But let's go ahead and pop in now to this week's interview. Well, hello and welcome once again to the Voices of Social Change podcast. I'm your host, Josh Shookman. And as always, I'm podcasting proudly from the Kansas City Startup Village. I have a really exciting guest today. Uh, she's from my old home state of Minnesota. I don't know if I mentioned that on here before, but I went to college in Minnesota at a tiny college called McAllister College. And I'm here with a fellow Minnesotan who has relocated to California now, which lucky her because it's a lot warmer out there than it is in Minnesota at the moment. But I'm here with Carrie Breezes. And Carrie comes from us from a really interesting cause-based company called Rulon. Rulon is a mother and daughter team, and it began in 1995 as a way to keep vinyl banners out of the landfill. And using the name Rulon, which means reinventing fashion, they use these materials and create bags that were originally designed to go into boutique stores. But today they've shifted gears and they focus on keeping vinyl still out of landfills, but they're much more than a bag company. Um, In 2014, they were named to the Game Changer 500 list, which is a list of the world's top four benefit companies. And their goal is to help clients promote sustainability to their customers and stakeholders through repurposing or upcycling of their billboards and banners into unique, one-of-a-kind branded products. And so, Carrie, thank you so much for being with us here today. We're glad to have you on the show. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Sure. Well, I gave just kind of a brief intro um, to what you do at, at Rulon, but there, there's so much more to it there. So why don't you unpack the story from your perspective and also talk to us a little bit about, about you and your mom and how you established the company. Okay, absolutely. Uh, well, about three years ago, Della and I decided to partner and take on the adventure of Rulon. We have both always been involved with health and in the environment and everything. And when we found out about this company, it just made sense for both of us. It had everything that we were looking for from creativity, where we were going to get to really work with people, anything from fan engagement and customer engagement to helping, as we joke, save the world, but really save the environment um, by reducing the amount of vinyl that was going into the landfill. There's over 600,000 tons just of billboards that go into the landfill each year. That So that doesn't include any of the banners or the fabric or anything else that people use for marketing. And what we wanted to do was really make an impact on this and let people know that with their marketing, that they're already spending marketing dollars on it. Why not turn it into another unique product that they could reach their target market in a different way? And the best part about it is creating these products out of their marketing really makes people then look at the billboards and banners, which is the whole point of putting up a billboard or a banner to get people to look at them. Um, We really see people once they see what our product is, that they're like, I was driving down the highway and I saw this billboard and I thought, oh, that makes such cool products. But the cool part about that is 
it that's exactly what marketing wants wants yeah those those repurposed stories and and something that has a theme behind it and they want eyes on their materials i mean not everybody drives down the highway and looks at billboards obviously out here in california they're very prominent um but they kind of get old you just stop looking at them where like for me and for people that have used our products, it's it's one of those where they're actually looking at them again. Mm-hmm. And, and so then just, just to give us an example, Carrie, I, I go to a lot of conferences. And so that's a situation, you know, and those conferences, they'll always hand me a tote bag or something like that. So that's a situation where you would come in and then use, you know, the company that's putting on the conference, you would have some old promotional materials of theirs and create a very unique bag for me as a participant. Absolutely. Um, probably the best example that we do that for is the Green Sports Alliance. Mm-hmm. So for the past three years, we've worked with them and they actually get the teams and the venues to send us materials. So this could be professional teams, college teams, as well as like the sports venues. They send us their old materials. We turn them into the tote bags for the conference. And then that's what's handed out. So each one of them is labeled from whoever gave us the material. So we've had the Red Sox, we've had um, St. Louis teams this year. We'll be working with Chicago teams. Um, and then people get really unique stuff. We had one with like the Michael Jordan outline on it and stuff like that. So it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Well, terrific. Yeah, and I definitely want to unpack that more as, as we go along. I'm, I'm really interested to hear more stories and to hear about your business because I think this is just so interesting and, and so unique. Uh, before we do, though, I, I want to just get to know you a, a little bit better. Do you, carry have a life mantra that you would say drives your work at Rulon? Well, I would say my life mantra in general, and I try to use this in Rulon, in would be to have fun, live with no regrets, and do the best that you can with everything. Love it. And for you, what does it mean to be a social entrepreneur? Biggest thing that being a social entrepreneur is making a difference. There's a lot of people out there that seem to talk the talk, but not everybody walks the talk, um, where I feel like with Rolan, we're really getting the opportunity to make a difference. It's not just saying, you know, I want to do something for the environment. We actually are doing something for the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pr- pretty easy to measure just in terms of the number of billboards you keep out of landfills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, well great. Well, let, let's move in then and, and kind of unpack uh, the, the, the business and your movement a little bit more here. Of, of all the, the social issues out there, I mean, we all know there, there are lots of social challenges that are faced. What, what caused you to choose this particular one above all others? Well, probably the biggest reason we chose this one is that we want to be able to leave a better planet for the next generation. Um, we have some pictures on our website you might have seen with it's my kids and then my niece and nephew. And we taglined it, you know, sustainability for the next generation that with our landfills filling up and the biggest landfill in the U.S. being full now and that we're trucking trash hundreds of miles away so that we can bury it somewhere else. It's kind of mind blowing to me that we have to do that. Um, And the amount of trash that Americans produce, obviously vinyl is only a very small part of that, but just looking at the trash that we produce in general. Um, so we really wanted to make a difference in that arena. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that message. And and for those tuning in, I would really encourage you to run to Carrie's website. I was just on there before the call and was really moved by a lot of what she's talking about there. And just your heart for really transforming the way that waste is viewed and the way that things are reused, I think is such an important perspective and something that I wish more companies had. And I know you have that dream and we'll talk specifically about that here in just a minute because I <laughs> do want to chat through that too. But I, I, I really appreciate that. Also, just one quick side note. I didn't mention this before, but uh, when I was in college in Minnesota, I actually uh, worked with 1-800-GOT-JUNK, a junk removal company up there. So for better or for worse, um, got pretty well acquainted with the trash situation around uh, the Twin Cities where Rulon is based out of. And, uh, you know, so definitely this has a personal meaning for me too. You know, I saw firsthand those, those trucks that would come and would ship trash all over the place like you're talking about and just so much of the waste that could be reused. And I think you have such a fascinating way of reusing it here that uh, it's just, yeah. So thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, well, great stuff. So, okay, a lot of the ventures that I, I chat with are for-profit cause-based ventures. I've talked with a few that are kind of more of a hybrid approach, have, have a, a nonprofit model fitting in there as well. Can you talk to us about how and why you all chose your model and how successfully that's worked for you? The model that we chose, the I guess the reason that we did it, and we're doing business to business where Rolan was initially more of a B2C company. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I guess our vision is to really reach out to the companies, um, organizations. Right now we're focusing a lot on sports teams um, to help them promote their sustainability. Not for us as Rolan to say, hey, look at us, look at what we're doing. But for all of these companies that are saying, hey, we're doing so many good things, use Rolan as a way to say and show that they're being sustainable without having to put it in words and say, hey, we're being sustainable. You can hand someone a bag that was made from your billboards or a pad folder that was made from a banner with your logo on it that says, I used to be a banner or I used to be a billboard or something more creative. (laughs) And people can get it. You're being sustainable without having to put out a report that says we're being sustainable or you know, flash messages somewhere, you're, you're using it in like your day-to-day stuff. You could give employees that are on a green team or just employees in general, a messenger bag that they can carry around or a bag that they can bring in stuff and recycle. Um, so our goal is to really help, excuse me, help the companies because it seemed like there was a lot of greenwashing going on and other issues. So that's where like our business model came from. And being able to do that to make money, but to really make an impact on the environment, but also across the board with companies um, to help them grow in the direction that they're trying to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Along those lines, you, you made a statement on your website that I saw just before that I, I really loved and saying that you have a bold mission to engage every corporation in America to upcycle its waste into cool products, which I really loved. How, how do you envision yourself making this dream a reality? How does that look for you? Well, it's definitely going to take a lot of work, um, a lot of legwork, a lot of time and patience on our side, um, realizing that, you know, corporations that I've talked to and that we've worked with, that it's not just getting one or two people on board. It's really changing their culture and changing the way that they think. There are a few organizations out there that are doing that, um, 
So for us, I mean, it is a, a big vision, um, and it's going to take us doing education, getting out and speaking in front of people, speaking to organizations so that it's not just their top person or their sustainability person that says, oh, I get it, we need to be more sustainable. It's across the organization, and they're doing things on a daily basis to make a difference, um, not just one or two small things in the company, but really changing the culture in the companies. And I think it's possible. I just know that it's going to be, it's kind of get the ball rolling like a snowball and then it'll be the snowball effect. Right. <laughs> Sounds great. And and so along those, those same lines then, what would you say is the success story that you're most proud of along the road? Probably our biggest success story right now is some work that we have done uh, for the Mini Cooper. We just finished a large project with them, and what they did was take their whole billboard campaign, so it was their largest billboard marketing that they've ever done. We took all of the billboards when they were when they came down turned them into products, and then they now are using them as promotional items to give to people when they buy a mini or when they, you know, come to different events that they have. So they're really, they really got it. Like they, um, the tag on their bag said, you know, each bag is unique, just like each mini owner. And so now they're giving those out to the mini owners, which is exactly, you know, what the mini is about. It's kind of their own little culture. And they they really embrace that and brought it all together. Yeah, I, I love that story. And I think there, there are a few important pieces I want to land on there for everyone tuning in. This this idea that you, you linked up with, it sounds to me like a brand identity that was woven in to the, the Cooper brand, this idea of uh, uniqueness and being distinct. And I think that's that's a really powerful message um, for everyone tuning out tuning in out there that linking up with that that brand identity and that personality that's there and kind of building into that to share your own message and your own vision. It sounded like it was a really good connection point for you. And I think looking for those connection points is a really important role for us as as cause based entrepreneurs. The other thing I saw from what what you were saying there was, you know, that that's a. Uh, a known, a very well-known name, and I think that in the process of really changing the mentality in corporate America about sustainability, you know, making those big wins like that, like you said, it's that it is that snowball. You know, as you do that, that that is a company that will kind of start setting the standard for other companies, and that's that's a big thing. And if you can, you know, for for us as cause-based entrepreneurs, anytime we can link up with somebody who is defining terms and setting the standard and really share our vision with them and, you know, catch them with our vision <laughs> that helps, yeah. helps all of us move forward. So Absolutely. yeah, to me that, that, that was, I think a really important message about that. Well, well, great. So, so we, we all know though that leading any kind of a cause-based movement is, is full of its share of ups and downs. So we've talked about a success that you've had. Tell us now about a challenge that you faced as, as you built your company and how you came back from that? One of the biggest challenges that we face on a day-to-day -day basis, and it kind of goes along with what we're talking about, is getting to the right people in the organizations um, and getting them to understand how we're trying to help them, that it's not just spend more money on marketing or spend money to buy another product, that our goal is really to help them 
but finding the right person or finding an advocate within their company has probably been our biggest challenge and is my biggest challenge on a day-to-day basis. Uh, with Within a big organization, take like a Target or a General Mills or anyone like that, there are so many people and so many levels of decision makers. To get them to make a decision to do something with this can be a challenge and to get them to really understand this isn't just buying more stuff. Um, it's using your own materials to show that you're sustainable, to make an impact on your company and across your organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what is one thing that you've found that has helped you overcome that in, in a situation? Finding the advocate in the company. Um, a lot of times if it comes from inside, um, like take Mini, for example, we actually worked through their marketing agency um, versus directly with Mini. So we were working with them in a roundabout way, um, but having somebody, their marketing agency, who is an advocate for this, Mini wanted to do it, that makes it that much easier. And there's a lot now of either like the printing companies who are printing all these vinyl billboards or marketing agencies or different pieces where there's people that are advocates for this or we've had the the time in a company where somebody went out, bought one of our bags at a museum, came back to the company and said, look at this, what a cool idea this would be for us to do within our organization. And that got the ball rolling for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that that message of, of advocates. I think that's that's something that's really important that we haven't talked about as much on here as, as, as I would have liked. But this idea that, you know, and that, that example there of this marketing agency had you know, contacts had developed a relationship and has probably developed a relationship with a number of companies. And so by developing a relationship with that marketing agency, you know, you had these kind of potentially had these, a lot of these warmer connections that would have been a challenge otherwise. And I think that's, that's a message that we all need to take to heart because linking up with those can be so important and can really help us move the needle in the ways that we need to on our end. So yeah, I I really appreciate that. Kind of along that line, it's thinking out of the box, like how can I get to whether it's this organization or the right person or whatever, but really thinking outside the box of a way to do it versus just trying to knock down doors or knock down walls that may not ever come down. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sometimes there, there are a lot easier ways around them than through them. That's for sure. So great stuff. Okay. Well, well last question then in this section for you, Carrie, if you had to say it in just one sentence, what would you say leads to a successful social venture? In one sentence, I would, in one word, I would say persistence. Okay. Um, in a sentence, I would say finding what your passion is and working towards it and working as hard as you can. Perfect. Love it. Well, we will be back here in just a bit with Carrie. We're going to take a break and I'll go ahead and link back up with you. And then when we come back, we'll follow up with Carrie and ask some specific questions about the company itself and kind of that story. There's some really interesting stuff coming up there. Um, I have some some more just being from the Twin Cities, have some connections to some of those things there. So really excited to ask those questions. But we'll be back with those for you in just a few, along with uh, some questions for Carrie to get us some resources here in this community. But that'll be here uh, for you in, in part two of this interview. So stay tuned for that. I'll follow up with you here in just a second. 
Hey, Change Nation, just wanted to remind you, if you haven't already, run over to socialgoodshopping.com and get your social good shopping guide. That's something you can get for free. It's 50 businesses, 50 causes, 50 ways to shop and change the world. I created it in collaboration with Cause Artist. It's an amazingly beautiful guide, tells a tremendous story about all these companies, whether you're a cause-minded shopper, cause-minded leader, or combination of both, (laughs) it has something in there for you. And I would strongly recommend you go and grab that. Again, socialgoodshopping.com. You can download that for free and we'll keep continuing to give you content around these great companies that are cropping up every day.